into cybersecurity, there's a ton of content out there, and if you don't know where to start, it can be overwhelming, even paralyzing. So let's fix that. Welcome to Simply Cyber, a community of tens of thousands of aspiring and active cybersecurity professionals focused on networking, knowledge sharing, and professional development. I'm Dr. Gerald Dozier, Chief Content Creator at Simply Cyber, inviting you to get the answers to your cybersecurity problems with hundreds of cybersecurity videos answering your frequently asked questions, interviewing industry experts, and live streaming daily cyber threat briefings hosted by me. Now get the stories and insights you won't find anywhere else. Hit subscribe now and dig into all the fresh content on the channel and in the community. Nothing should stop you from launching and leveling up your cybersecurity career today. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today is July 3rd, 2023, and it is time to celebrate. This is episode 400, ladies and gentlemen. 400. I mean, come on, come on. Let there we go. Hope y'all are doing well. Again, this is episode 400. For those who are here, thank you so much. This is just a true, true honor to be in the A chair, if you will. Sorry, my hair is all frizzy. It's crazy. Um, the humidity down here in the South is just unparalleled. But <laughs> today we are, like every other day, we are going to be breaking down today's top cybersecurity news. And I will give you the my analysis from a technical aspect to help you advance your day and be able to go out there and crush it in the industry being armed with the latest news please remember that this episode just like every other episode is worth half a cpe i shared last week that we were able to submit through our stands as a community saying that you know we did do this and you know they did honor it it was pretty cool give me one sec i just gotta adjust my camera if it will do it there we go so I'm not, I, again, I am waving at everybody, but my, the camera that I have is um, ge gesture most uh, uh, activated. So, so you start seeing me put up L's and hands and stuff like that. I'm not throwing gang signals, ladies and gentlemen, but you know, just telling the camera what to do. Um, if you are here team live, good to see you. I see people saying in there team replay. We're not team replay right now, Frederick. Um, you are in fact team live today. Congratulations. Um, if you are here in, uh, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I, um, hopefully the, the little bit of jam didn't uh, cause any problems or anything like that, but uh, the, we will get started on today's top news in one moment. We will, oh, so we did team live, team high, uh, team audio, uh, team hybrid. If you're catching up a uh, little late and listening to me on one and a half or two times speed, you know, hope to you catch up real soon. And team replay, if you didn't catch this thing live, good to see you here. Um, hopefully you you will enjoy today's episode. Before we get started into the um, 
into the notes, you'll see a couple of things on the slides. Um, I definitely, as you can see down there, you'll see XM Cyber. Everybody that's been around for a while knows that XM Cyber is not an official sponsor, but it's um, I'm not really good with graphics. It's one of my major shortcomings, but definitely wanted to throw that up there. You know, uh, definitely show that thank you because it is the 400 uh, episode. Um, and this is for all of you, ladies and gentlemen, that are out there. Um, but I want to introduce you to the other evergreen sponsor today, which is Panopsi Security. We've talked about this a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the cybersecurity industry, you'll see a lot of stuff that's about data breaches and, you know, things about, you know, the S3 buckets and, you know, how, you know, we get so... Let me talk to you from a business owner's perspective and even in it right you get so focused on the day-to-day -day grind a lot of times you'll say okay i'll take care of that particular issue tomorrow or later today or whatever and you know let's just be honest with each other it does go off to the wayside and you'll think about it a month or two later like oh crap i do need to take care of that but having somebody external to give your network your system your processes a fresh look to help you uncover what's going on, it's always best to do. So if you are worried about your cybersecurity posture, you want a quantified risk assessment to find out, okay, by not doing X, Y, or Z, you're potentially leaving yourself vulnerable to certain aspects of your, uh, of your organization. So definitely please don't do that. Um, get a quantified risk assessment, see where the holes are, and be more secure going into tomorrow. You know, that's what it's all about with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will. Oh, so yeah, the, sorry, I'm all over the place this morning. I'm just so excited about the fourth under episode. Uh, so programming notes, the, if you are, if those who are not in the U S um, this is more directed to you because I do know this is a global podcast. The, there is no simply cyber community tomorrow, July 4th. Everybody pretty much knows. America's birthday, right? So we are going through that. Um, yes, uh, Jen Housley, thank you so much. I, I just shut off Teams and Outlook. So sorry for those listening. You're hearing my dings. Um, I wish I knew how to di um, mute Discord, but I don't know how to do it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, there will be no program tomorrow. And there will be... Um, the Dr. Gerald Ozer will be back in the chair starting on Wednesday again, being able to, um, there we go, mute server for 24 hours. Okay. Um, so Dr. Jardoja will be here on Wednesday, picking back up in the A chair. And uh, been, again, been a real honor, a real privilege to be the guest host for this one. Um, but I do think I got everything muted. With that said, Let's dive in to the top cybersecurity news, shall we? That's not it. <laughs> what kind of episode would it be without a little bit of audio issues? From the CISO series, it's cybersecurity headlines. It's Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Semiconductor giant says IT supplier was attacked. Lockbit makes related claims. 
The Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, TSMC, said one of its hardware suppliers experienced a security incident that caused an information leak. TSMC made the statement after the Lockbit ransomware group claimed it attacked the company in a posting on its leak site on Thursday. A company spokesperson said it would not specifically address the Lockbit posting, but said the company recently became aware that one of its suppliers, a firm called Kinmax, was attacked, causing the, quote, leak of information pertinent to server initial setup and configuration, end quote. TSMC is considered the world's most valuable semiconductor company with a 2021 annual revenue of more than $57 billion. Oh, we're going to start off the 400 episode like this. Oh my gosh. Why? Why in the... Uh, you know, and this is why we're seeing a lot of at least I think anyway. So if you're in the industry at all in the cybersecurity industry, you're we're starting to get inundated over the past year um, with companies who they're the, who they supply. So, so let's say, you know, we'll use um, we'll use a show uh, the Jetsons, for instance. Right. So um whatever sprockets davy sprockets or whatever the heck it was uh space spacely sprockets um so we manufacture a part for spacely sprockets well spacely sprockets is coming down and say hey we need to know your cybersecurity items we need to know what frameworks you're doing things of that nature and this is why we're seeing a lot of this stuff you know it is to help close the gap in the quote-unquote supply chain you know then this is true supply chain Right. We're not talking about software or anything like that, but it is part of it where they are they're doing initial setup. They're part of the setup process for this manufacturer. Um, and they got hit with Lockbit. Um, you know, when's the last time they went through a quantified risk assessment? When was the last time they had a pen test? You know, these are just problems that are going to keep going on no matter what. Um until businesses start taking a more secure stance in their organization, right? There is a phrase that I will, I use time and time again, a business is going or is not going to change its core operational standards until somebody else forces them to change, AKA a cybersecurity policy, a framework, a mandate, whatever. And we're not going to get political right now because I can go on for three daggum hours about all that executive order garbage but unless a business is forced to change they're not going to right it's a status quo so um one other thing to note i mean this um i don't know i've it's been when i was so young and Oh God, now I'm starting to sound like a boomer. But when I was a lot younger, it's definitely getting into just the IT space. I was a huge hardware nerd, right? You know, like I used to know what the, all the different front side buses were on what uh, SD RAM. And I, I used to know it inside and out. Uh, I don't know who the semiconductor is. Um, what they help produce. Are they like a supply chain for Dell or Lenovo? or whatever um but whoever these folks provide semiconductors for may you may start seeing um 
you know, supply uh, delay in getting your particular, you know, hardware. Or I don't know if this is, did it say it pertain to server or workstation setup? Um, I mean, I know Kenmax was the organization that was compromised, which was the um, the supplier to uh, TSMC. Um, I'll go back and look. I don't want to take too long on this one, but yeah, it's it's going to have ramifications, right? So. Several U.S. states investigating sieged SEC hacking campaign. Officials in multiple states are investigating claims by a suspected politically motivated hacking group that websites connected to local governments were breached or defaced. This week, the sieged SEC group took to Telegram to claim cyber attacks on state-run websites belonging to Nebraska Supreme Court Internet, South Dakota Boards and Commissions, Texas State BHEC Personal Information, Pennsylvania Provider Self-Service, and South Carolina Criminal Justice Information Services. The group shared photos of the website being defaced as well as allegedly stolen data. No motive for the attacks was listed in the post, but in previous attacks on government bodies in Texas, Kentucky, and Arkansas, the group explicitly referenced political issues as their motivation. Yeah, I mean, we see... So... There is... There, so there is something in cybersecurity um, where, and I forget the term is eluding me at the moment, but you will portray a different organization or different mindset or mentality when doing this thing to um, obfuscate who you are and your real intentions. Yeah, the, for some reason, the phrase is eluding me and it's driving me nuts. Um, but we seen last week where uh, Florida was, you know, was a compromise or DDoS or whatever about, you know, the transgender from transgender or people who are claiming to be transgender, you know, hacktivists. Um, were they really? Who knows? Um, it could be just a, you know, somebody pretend or a group of people pretending just to make their point. You know, we we've seen it in ransomware and malware in the past where. Korea or China will, you know, use rough uh, Russian code or rough language language to actually, you know, make people think that it was actually Russia or some other one, um, other a country or ATP that was doing it. You know, so it's always interesting to see. Well, after you take some time to figure out, you know, who the actual threat actor was. Why did they potentially do this? And I'm not saying that's what's happened here. I'm just saying anytime you read, oh, excuse me, anytime you read these stories, you always have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, is it really the people that are saying that? I mean, those who are posting on, you know, the leak sites, it's, you know, th there's no guesswork there, right? If you're, if you're on the dark web, like I am half the day, um, you know, you're looking at, um lockbit and all these other uh ransomware groups they they say who they they compromise there's there's no um there's no guesswork there right there so um i will say i have not heard heard of uh seized sec um this group at all so that's definitely a an action item for me to get up to speed on these individuals 
Um, but I did hear about, you know, Texas being compromised. I did hear about South Dakota and South Carolina criminal justice. Um, when I heard about it, it was just an unnamed um, third actor. But I guess now it's determined a siege sec. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something I got to look into a little bit more and get my TTPs and things of that nature. You know, what's going on with those goofballs. Um, but like I said, one thing to also note as well um there's a lot of shift in the ransomware and hacktivist communities where you know you can even see on this image the t.me which is short for telegram um a lot of the threat actors are moving over to telegram um for all of their communications and things like that lisa t asks who investigates cyber attacks on uh state governments that's a good question um it really depends on the policies and procedures of the state uh, a lot of times it will be like Kroll or mandiant or something like that uh FireEye is another one that comes to mind uh, a lot of them do have uh nine times out of ten there's an agreement set up uh some sort of contract so if there is an incident they are brought in Sometimes it's um, very few times it's actually up to the insurance carrier, but a lot of the state governments do have that um, in place ahead of time. Um, so. Russian Telecom confirms hack after group backing Wagner posted about the attack. Hmm. The telecom firm is a satellite company that provides internet and other communications services that support state agencies such as Moscow's main intelligence agency. The director general of the satellite company, Dozor Teleport CJSC, told a Russian news agency that the company had been infiltrated and that preliminary information suggested that, quote, infrastructure on the side of the cloud provider was compromised, end quote. Although a group affiliated with the Wagner private military company claims responsibility, there has of yet been no independent confirmation of the source of this attack. Another supply chain couldn't have happened to a better, better bunch of people. And that's about as political as I would get on that. Um, you know, this is just another case of supply chain, right? So an uh, you know, telecom industry or company got compromised and you know, it's part of the, the supply chain for them. So the infrastructure was on the side of the cloud provider that was compromised. Um, so... It's interesting to see, you know, that whole Wagner thing was just interesting. I'm not sure those who are following it, but that whole coup was really interesting. I really thought there was going to be more cybersecurity items that would come out from it. And maybe this is just the start of it. But, you know, I, I don't, anything I say, I think is going to get too political for this group. And I'm really surprised. I mean, short of it, you know, being potentially a supply chain um issue uh i'm not sure why this thing's really posted on here but anyway we'll carry on dublin airport employees pay and benefits compromised in cyber attack the pay and benefits details of nearly 2,000 staff members of the Dublin Airport Authority, DAA, were compromised due to a recent cyber attack on professional service provider Aon, AON. 
London's Sunday Times quoted a DAA spokesperson as confirming that as a result of a recent cyber attack on Aon, a third-party provider, data relating to some employees' pay and benefits were compromised. The newspaper added that DAA was one of many global companies affected last month by the attack on the file transfer software tool MoveIt, which was also used by Aon. And here we go, yet another move it freaking vulnerability uh, you know i'm going to do shameless plug i normally don't like to do this on here but if you're ever worried about ransomware please put us on speed dial i mean seriously you know barricadecyber.com the number that's there literally comes to my desk you won't deal with a salesperson we'll have an honest call right um you know we i thank all the people who have reached out and had those introductory calls and you know you know what does it look like to do that i mean these things are just going to get worse and worse. So if you're running an IT department, you're running, you know, if you're a business owner, you're part of that C-suite, you know, like I said, barricadecyber.com, please bookmark us, please set up a phone call and do this. I mean, this is just going to get worse and worse. Um, on a side note, though, um, I love how this, those are watching online. I love how this bunny just photobombed inside of here. This is like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> but anyway, here we go. Let's uh, let's get on to the mid-roll. And now a word from our sponsor, Slash Next. Slash Next, a leader in SaaS-based integrated cloud messaging security across email, web, and mobile, has the industry's first artificial intelligence solution, Human AI, that uses generative AI to defend against advanced business email compromise, supply chain attacks, executive impersonation, and financial fraud. Request a demo today at slashnext.com. That's S-L-A-S-H-N-E-X-T.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the mid stream or the mid roll. Hope everybody is doing well. I let me turn this audio down just a little bit because I know that does get a little bit loud. Um, I actually need to turn it down in my headset as well. Let me know if that audio is okay. I think I've got it down low enough. Um, this is the part of the show where we like to set you know, welcome everybody again. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will like to talk about the Simply Cyber Community Challenge. This is um, an initiative for you all that's in the group. You know, if you're on LinkedIn, do that hashtag Simply Cyber Community Challenge. Connect with other people who are in the industry who may be doing the same things that you're doing, whether you're blue team, red team, purple team, whatever freaking color we're doing this week, right? Um, yeah, you know, there's a ton of people that have been posting on this thing um, and being it, you can be able to find like minded people and be able to grow your network. Right. Dr. Gerald Ozier says many times in the uh, in previous episodes that a lot of the things that he's getting lined up to do today, this week, next week, next month is, um, you know, because of networking. Right. So I know it's a little hard for us passive observers. Sorry, I didn't mention y'all in the beginning there. Um, but um, definitely reach out to those folks and just say hi, right? So um, Steve, <laughs> Steve in chat says, I'm a yellow, I'm yellow team. 
Is that like you saying you're yellow belly? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand the reference on that one, unless you guys don't know colors. If so, that's awesome. But those who were in the uh, did not see Carrie's post the other day, um, I will throw the link here in the chat. Reach out to um, read Carrie's post. Carrie, if you're in the chat today, please say hello if you haven't already. And please tag someone to com uh, continue this Simply Cyber Community Challenge. Um, even Carrie mentions here that you know she was actually referred um, to the podcast by Victoria Keene. So thank you, Victoria. Shout out to you for um, you know mentioning the uh, mentioning this podcast and helping us to spread. And this would be that moment where I would say, please, 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 smash that thumbs up button. It does help the community grow and be able to make other like-minded people on YouTube and on LinkedIn be able to find this and be able to help break into the industry or be able to uh, further their networking ability and be able to advance their career. So thanks again to everybody for being here. I know everybody's got a, has a ton of places they could be today. And the fact that you are here today with us is amazing. And I will look at mod chat. Jen, Jenny Housley says that she is here. Awesome. Hopefully I will follow up at the end. Just make sure that we did get someone tagged and be able to go on from there. Shut that off. Attacks surge as cyber criminals evade cloud security defenses. The number of fileless or memory-based attacks that exploit existing software applications and protocols has surged 1,400% in the last year, according to Aqua Security's 2023 Cloud Native Threat Report. Aggregated honeypot data collected over a six-month period showed that more than 50% of attacks focused on defense evasion. Attacks include masquerading techniques such as files executed from slash TMP and obfuscated files or information such as dynamic loading of code. In addition, threat actors used memory resident malware in 5% of attacks, Aqua said. One of the most successful techniques is headcrab, where an advanced threat actor uses custom-made malware that is undetectable by agentless and traditional antivirus technologies, the report says. Aqua found evidence that Head Crab has taken control of at least 1,200 Redis servers, some of them belonging to security companies. Such evasive attack techniques highlight the importance of agent-based runtime security, Aqua added. Yeah, this one is definitely a lot to digest. I, let me throw this one as well into the chat. This Everybody who's on here, seriously... Um, take a moment and digest this information that, like I said, there is a ton, a ton of information and a thousand percent correct. Right. Um, I will be looking at this threat report later this, uh, this evening myself. Um, but yeah, there, there is a lot of, um, there is a lot of fileless malware and a lot of that is run in memory those who don't know with powershell you can put in um you can run things in memory you don't have to actually run powershell itself right or you you don't have to have a powershell file to run powershell it can be in 
and um excuse me um you could be able to run it in memory you could be able to run there there's just a lot of stuff and we do see this um obfuscation and doing powershell encoding base 64 encoding things of that nature just trying to throw off your traditional av signature based detections things of that nature um, so this will definitely be a good report for you to digest. So if there is one action item to take away, like I said, everything on here I've heard is like, yep, yep, we see this in DFIR, we see that in DFIR. And those who don't know, DFIR, Digital Forensics and Incident Response, and that's where we, we the world we live in um, here at Barricade Cyber. Um, so yeah, this is definitely something for you to take away. Definitely, you know, print it out. Yeah, you know, if you have time later today over the Fourth uh, of July, waiting for you know your um, your barbecue or ribs or hamburgers or whatever, kind of thrown through it. This, I'm sure it's going to be packed full of information. So, there you go. Threat actors exploiting WordPress zero day to create secret admin accounts. Hackers are actively exploiting a critical unpatched WordPress plugin flaw tracked as CVE 2023-3460 with a CVSS score of 9.8 to create secret admin accounts. Ultimate Member is a popular user profile and membership plugin for WordPress. It allows admins to create advanced online communities and membership sites. It has more than 200,000 active installations at this time. The attackers can exploit this vulnerability to create new user accounts with administrative privileges which can be used to take full control of the sites. Microsoft Gotcha. Sorry, you probably are hearing my Slack notifications now. Uh, let me close out Slack. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just... You've got... Okay, so from a practical standpoint, you know, WordPress is definitely... And this is, of course not shutting down slack so sorry let me let's kill let me just force slack to shut down there we go um wordpress is just you know a constant barrage of you know threats i mean this is why wordpress gets so much heat right i mean wordpress is a very good CRM. It's a very good website platform. Um, you know, not knocking WordPress by any means, but you know, when you have industry th or when you have majority uh, adoption in a global ecosystem, you're going to have most of the threat actors coming after your, your instance, just like there are 99% more threats against windows than there is Mac and Linux, right? Um, um, those who are in the chat, definitely, if you're interested in doing, um, the simply cyber community challenge, Carrie has reached out there, there, we are looking for volunteers. So if you haven't spoke or you want to speak again about the simply cyber community challenge, please speak up. Um, we would love to keep this thing going. Um, and with that, we'll, we'll catch, but yeah, the, if you have WordPress, definitely take a look at this. Um, see if you do have the ultimate member plugin. You know, the, just the name of that plugin sounds daggum dangerous to me. Um, you know, plug in to manage your users. I mean, it's, no offense, it's not that hard. 
um, to manage your users. But apparently there's 200,000. So, and I mean, a lot of folks who, so a lot of times you'll see WordPress instances get compromised to host um, malicious pages. So they'll stand up a new page and they'll kind of go from there. Um, and then they'll use your existing infrastructure to spread malware, things of that nature. Sometimes we do see that in in cases where they're completely legitimate. So the, that's one way that threat actors get around um, get around a lot of um, IPSs, IDSs, things of that nature. So that way they can be able to get their malware done. So. Like I said, definitely keep an eye on your WordPress. Make it part of your workflow to, you know, routinely go in and, you know, check for vulnerabilities, check for patches, things of that nature. So just like you would in your any of your other patch cycles for, you know, your OS and firewalls and things of that nature, you know, definitely make sure that your WordPress instances are the same way and Drupal and some of those other CRMs are the same aspect, right? So yeah. that's all. That's all I got to say about that. Fixes two Windows bugs. Microsoft has addressed a known issue causing File Explorer to freeze on Windows 11 and Windows server systems after viewing a file's effective access permissions. This issue is primarily observed in non-consumer environments and is unlikely to affect individuals using Windows devices at home. The company has also addressed a bug causing Windows Search and the Start menu to become unresponsive, making some Windows applications unable to open. It had been investigating this issue, which affects only client platforms including Windows 11, 21H2 and 22H2, and Windows 10, 20H2, 21H2 and 22H2. Oh, all right, so... You know, as we were just talking about a moment ago, make sure you have your stuff in your patch cycle. You're looking through stuff. You know, definitely go through and, you know, see if this KB is being applied to uh, your individual workstations, right? So what's the best way to cripple your workstation sometimes in servers is to patch them. And Microsoft is known for their bugs. So, you know, we definitely have this KB here. Uh, 5027303. See if this is applied to your workstation. This is definitely a shout out to those who you those who are running your IT infrastructure. You need to know assets. You need to know what's actually in, in, uh, applied and how your patches are looking. So this is part of asset inventory. KBs, CVEs, things of that nature is part of asset inventory. You need to know what's applicable to your organization, right? Um, so plenty of plenty of action items get to take care of. So go through and see if this is applying to you. So And now last week in ransomware. Yay, my favorite the topic. The MoveIt transfer data breaches continued to dominate the ransomware news cycle last week. The New York City Department of Education disclosed that the data of 45,000 students was exposed and Siemens Energy confirmed a breach. In addition, a new report by VMware's Carbon Black team sheds light on the 8-base ransomware operation, illustrating how they use the Phobos ransomware in attacks. Mm -hmm. 
The Akira ransomware operation is reported to have created a Linux encryptor to target VMware ESXi servers, while Avast has published a decryptor that allows Akira victims to recover files encrypted by the ransomware operation. Yeah, this one's so 8Base is something that's been coming up on our radar. And I actually wrote about this on LinkedIn. Let me get that link real quick. Because um, it does show a staggering. Uh, staggering number here where ApeBase is actually making a ton, a ton of noise and they're not getting, they're, they're not out there very much. Um, bear with me one second. Apparently between me and my marketing team, we've been posting a trash ton. Uh, da, 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 da. I think I spoke about this last week. Yes, here it is. Here it is. Uh, copy a link to the post. I just updated the secure. Okay, so it's there. Perfect. So I'll also throw this in chat. If you haven't seen this, this is also worth looking over. But the key thing to note that, you know, ApeBase is definitely going after the whole mom and pop organizations. They are definitely targeting the smaller uh, of the SMBs. When we t just take a look, and I'll zoom out or yeah, zoom out just a little bit um, to take a look at it. You know, you can see right here. You got Lockbit, you got Play, you know, you got Dark Dark Race, you got all these other big name uh, organizations that we've been seeing over the past several weeks. You know, Play, even Alpha V, aka Black Hat. You know, eight bases right here at the at the front, and at the time of that posting. They already had 20 people listed on their dark web page. And there's always, there's, it's really up to interpretation. There's a lot of numbers that are thrown out for every one organization that is publicly disclosed. There's potentially anywhere between three and five companies who weren't, AKA they paid the ransomware note. And that's just kind of the way things are in that space so we don't know what a true number is and so they're definitely making they're making some waves right you know to outbeat alpha v lockbit play all these other ones um the one that you may make notice of at least at the time of this posting that royal ransomware was not listed it's really interesting to see how they kind of go in peaks and valleys. So a lot of times we do wonder if some of these are, you know, celebrating different religious holidays, things of that nature. And that's where a lot of those, a lot of times we can, by watching the little, so a little insider tip, when we start seeing threat actors in general, ramping up or ramping down their public postings we can kind of type start taking a look at you know what international holidays are going on and a lot of times that's why we start saying oh we think this group is part of this uh, resides in this organization or this country when you take a look at the majority of demographic they may be you know muslim or buddhist or whatever religion it is you know we kind of go through that so uh, 
Eric, please, where can I get this article? The one I just shared, I put it in chat. I can do it again if that's what you're asking for. Uh, if you're asking for the, this weekend ransomware, I just posted that as well. So hopefully I got whichever link you're working for, uh, you're looking for. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today. This is, again, the 400th episode. <laughs> and I, again, Dr. Jarbozio, if you're in, I think I saw you come through. It's been a true humbling honor to be a part of this community, to be with you and be able to share this milestone with everybody in the or everybody here. And remember, if it wasn't for you being here, we would not have got to 400. So uh, I will I will address this here in just a moment. I keep seeing about the the story and we'll go back and I'll make sure that we got that because everybody's asking about it apparently. Um, so if you're just here for the story, the news, thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. We know that you, you know, day before the U S holiday, a lot of people are off. So enjoying time with their families. I hope you have your day is light and you'll be able to cut out of work a little early and we'll kind of go from uh, that you'll be able to enjoy that family time, right? Casually Joseph, the strike, the copyright. I don't know if it's going to. Uh, I don't think. I think you got to do it for more than thirty seconds. I don't know. Um, it said royalty free when I searched it, so hopefully it doesn't. We'll find out in the next twelve hours when YouTube blasts us for it. But uh. Uh, so yeah, here, those who are, I'm just going to sit around and do a little job jacking for a second. So yeah, the, the ransomware story, let me, all right. So one more time, we are talking about this particular one, right? The one that I posted on LinkedIn. That's the one that everybody's asking for. Is this the one that? Again, I'll post it in, I think I posted it, right? Gary, 200, 521 days with no coffee or caffeine. Man, I feel for you, dude. I don't, I couldn't live. I couldn't live. All right, Eddie. So yeah, that's, yeah, the one on LinkedIn I just posted in YouTube. So you should see it in the chat. Dr. Gerald Dozier, thank you so much for tuning in. All right, so we do. I do see some other notifications that are going off on my side, so I do need to run. There apparently is a fire uh, that I need to address. Um, so with that, again, thank you all, everybody. Oh, real quick, is there a way, any quick way to get into something with computers or cyber i know there isn't a quick way i need a miracle right now 
Carrie, I would say look at look at internships. I've seen some stuff that you were posting a while back about getting some certifications and hats off to you on that. Um, the I would definitely look at some internships, right? Um, no, I'll keep you in mind when we start looking for other stuff uh, coming up soon. You know, there may be something that we're doing that we can extend an internship to you or something. I don't know. Um, but find, like I've said before, you know, find what drives your passion. Is it the malware analysis? Is it DFIR? Is it, you know, help desk? Is it systems analyst? I mean, you got you to gotta find what that drive is for you and then try to find that internship. I mean, you've got the ability to, you know, at least intern a little bit because um, you were in the military. So I would imagine that you are, um, you're honorably discharged and you, you are collecting that. So um, yeah, that's just, I haven't found my niche. And Carrie, that's, that's going to be the struggle, right? To get that. So you just got to find what's passion, what you're, what you're passionate on. Um, and you know, it's possible that cybersecurity and IT is just not it at all, right? Whatever it is in life, you just got to find what that passion is, you know? So uh, you know, hats off to you. Keep the keep the faith. Keep the struggle. I mean, I know the struggle is real. Don't keep the struggle. But pursue through, you know. It, you know, I don't know what you... If I remember right, you were in the Navy. Um, and, you know, maybe... A GRC path is good for you or something, right? So, I don't know. But I do think about you often, buddy. I do hope that something um, breaks for you soon. I really do. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much. Again, I, I can't say it enough. I know I've said it probably a thousand times. But thank you, community, for allowing me to be here. Thank you, everyone for allowing this to be 400 episodes. Thank you, Dr. Gerald Ozier, for letting me again be in a chair, um, even though I know that's a little bit of a, a sideways dig, but yeah, I do appreciate it. Please, smash, if you haven't, take a moment, smash that like, like a, or that like button again. Uh, help other people be aware of this. And until next time, y'all take it yourself. Have a happy four for those that are in America, and we will see everybody on Wednesday. Take care, y'all. There once was a kid whose passwords laid across all sites. They were the same, a criminal, then found their fame by taking that data to go. Soon may a criminal come to steal your pictures and data and run. One day when the crime is done, they'll steal your account and go.